everyone, this is the Business Food Up edition of the Dreamers and Doers podcast. I'm Emma and joined by my co-host, Sam. It's great to be here today. Hi, Emma. Each week will come to you live from the Loveworks campus where you'll hear interviews from our youngest and experienced entrepreneurs who will inspire, educate, and give you a powerful point of action to help your leadership and business. The Business Food Up podcast partners with the Norman Chamber of Commerce who advocate to see Norman, Oklahoma be a thriving business community. And Business Food Up is powered by... First United Bank Norman, First United is not your typical bank whose purpose is to inspire and empower others to spend life wisely. Thank you, Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank for helping see our youngest entrepreneurs achieve their business dreams. Now let's get into our interview. Today we are joined by dreamer and doer Kendra Wesso. Kendra Wesso owns an accounting firm in Norman, Oklahoma, where they specialize in helping businesses across many industries with their account accounting needs such as forecasting, implementing, and writing procedures slash policies, advice, account cleanup, and reconciliations. She began her business career in high school with a program called Business Technology Internship developed by Moore Public Schools. She quickly realized that she enjoyed working with the public and she created a business where she was able to utilize her accounting knowledge while serving her community. Kendra enjoys advocacy and politics in our free time and is an avid reader. Hello, Kendra. Thank you just so much for joining us today. That was quite a bio. I'm so excited to hear about you more in this, you know, interview. Thank you. So since we are, you know, the Dreamers and Doer podcast, we would like to know, do you consider yourself more of a dreamer or a doer? So I would say I'm more of a doer. Um, I always was behind the scenes and willing to get in there and do the work. And uh, somewhere along the way, I found my dreams. Um, Didn't really start out knowing where I would end up, but knew I had to keep working. And so uh, I I came across this uh, accounting um, ideal and realized I could make it into my own thing without having to work for someone else. So I became an entrepreneur at the same time. Yeah. Got it. What was life like for, or what was like life for you <laughs> growing up, and what was your first dream job, and did it have anything to do with what you're doing now? Um, so life for me was uh, pretty tough. I grew up um, very poor, changed schools a lot. I went to nine different schools in 13 years. Okay. But the good news is I learned how to meet people quickly and be friendly and learn to join in and not stay on the sidelines. Um My first real job was at a life insurance agency. I organized and purged files for life insurance underwriters. So it wasn't too exciting, but it was something that I could do that gave me business experience. So based on what you just said, you went to nine different schools in 13 years. Uh, Can you tell us about your journey running up to your accounting firm? Um, Yes. So... I worked for some in many different industries. I worked in oil and gas, and I worked for the Chickasaw Nation here in Norman. Um, worked for some nonprofits, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, the Oklahoma Restaurant Association. And people started coming to me and asking me for help. How do I start a business? How do I look up um, Secretary of State information? How do I get an EIN number? And so I just started helping people. And then one day my husband was like, you know, you're doing that a lot, and you're doing that for free. So it might be something you'd think about charging for. Mm-hmm. And I thought— yeah, maybe that's not a bad idea. And then it just grew. People started coming to me, and, and we kept charging, and eventually I had enough you know, enough clients to have a business. Wow. A lot of our listeners are students who are just are either just starting their business or have an idea to do something. What do you think are, are a few important things to know when you're starting something new? 
Well, I think that we all need to understand that the beginning is always the most challenging part. Um, you can expect to feel overwhelmed and underqualified, um, but keep believing in yourself and your abilities. Um, even our experts are still learning and people are, are educating themselves and changing as they move forward. Um, and the path to success is not cookie cutter. It's individual for everyone. And it's different for everyone. So who's to say that your path is wrong or right? Just keep plugging along and knowing that you can do what you set out to do. Yeah. Got it. So what's been one of the greatest challenges you've faced and how exactly did you overcome this? Well, one of the biggest challenges was um, balancing motherhood with with business ownership and not getting too unbalanced. Um, when you work for yourself, you really, you, you get into it and you can become obsessed with it and working all the time when you've got kids and family at home that you need to be paying attention to and you want to just get that next piece of work done and get that next check-in especially in the beginning when things aren't stable and so um, keeping everybody balanced and uh, making sure that I didn't drop the ball anywhere was a real challenge yeah Yeah. what is one of the what is one of a what is one life lesson that you wish someone had told you in middle or high school that would have shared that like you would have wished that like you knew. <laughs> well, um, I think people need to understand that success is not always grand, and it doesn't come quickly. You uh, you work hard, and you think one day I'll make my big break or get my big break, and that's not really how it works for most people. Some people, yes, but not most people. So you um, need to realize that. A big piece of success is just consistency, putting one foot in front of the other, continuing working towards the goal. Um, It doesn't matter how small or how small the gain is. As long as you're moving forward and you keep your attitude good and positive and and your willingness to learn and be the best person you can be, really that's the big secret to success. Easy to work with, working hard, keep moving forward. So for our last question, do you have any tip or trick of any kind do you want to share with our listeners who are listening to this podcast? Um, I think that I would say always take advice and listen. Well, listen to the advice. You don't have to take it, but always listen to the advice. Take it into consideration. But remember to believe in yourself and your abilities. And remember that just because someone's an expert in something doesn't mean they're the expert in you and that you have to do it the way that they've been trained to do it. You can always count. You You know what's best for you and your business and your children and your career and everything you're doing. Kendra, thank you for your time. I know that we and those who listen will be better for it. Where can we find more about more information about you and the work that you are doing? Uh, I have a website. It's operationaccounting.com, and it lists out um, the services we provide, um, and that would probably be the best way. Got it. Wasn't that an awesome interview? What was something that stuck out to you during, during this? Uh, definitely that, like, it's you don't have to, like, everything is— the way you do it is different. Like everybody's path is different. You don't have to, like she said, it's not a cookie. It's not like a cookie cutter situation. You have to. It depends on how you really decide to do things. I guess I. Yeah. <laughs> I like it how that even though she had a challenging childhood, she was still able to build up and make her own business, which isn't a small feat at all. And that was something that stuck out to me. We will be right back with our next student business owner. Stay tuned. See ya. Kenton is 14 years old and dedicated and a dedicated Boy Scout. 
He started Bigfoot Tracking Mix in March of 2022 and sells a variety of snack mix. The idea of the mix originated to help raise money for a camping trip for Boy Scouts. He continued to sell at the Norman Farm Market with a great success. Hello, Kenton. Thank you so much for joining us today. I just have to ask, when is this supposed camping trip? It is happening next summer. And also, uh, how much did it cost? How much is it going to cost? Over 2000 right now. <laughs> that's yeah, quite a lot. Get on that grind. That, that is probably, that's going to probably be an awesome camping trip. Um, we're excited to learn more about you and your story. What is Bigfoot Tracking Mix and what do you what do you do? Bigfoot Tracking Mix is a business I created um, to raise money for my camping trip and hopefully it'll continue to grow beyond that point. When when did you really become serious about the business starting? Um, when I first learned about the business boot up and like a couple like months after Real Kitchen Salsa after I joined that. Got it. So today we are hoping our youngest entrepreneurs out there can learn from you about some of the work involved into starting a business. What was one of your challenges and how did you overcome this? Um, one of the challenges I had was kind of creating the type of flavors and um, like, yeah, the type of flavors for my trail mix. It also, another challenge was like packing the trail mix so and sealing it. What flavors do you have right now? I have seven flavors. All right, so number one is the Taco Pursuit, uh, um, the Buffalo Ranch, the Tropical Fruit, uh, the Dark Chocolate Fruit Mix, the S'mores, um, the Dark, okay, the Forest Pursuit, and the Everything Bagel. I think I had the, the Dark Chocolate one. Yeah, me too. I, I, I think that's one yeah. my mom bought. Um, so for, uh, what is one of the biggest things you've learned about business and selling your products? Um, I did have some other flavors, but they failed because, um, they didn't taste that good <laughs> and nobody bought them. So I guess just like learn and repeat and like learn from your mistakes. Got it. So for our last question, what has been one of your favorite parts about starting your own business? Um, meeting the people I'm selling my stuff to. So what's exact? What part of it? Like talking to them, talking. exchanging money, you know. <laughs> um, the talking part is um, I find it really cool their stories because I've met also a lot of Boy Scouts through this. Got it. Cool. Wasn't that an awesome interview? What was something that really stuck out to you that our audience can do now? That he he's met people through business. You can meet people through business. They can help you later on, and I just. He just likes talking. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I think that, like, it's, I'm, I mean, I, I think the same thing because, like, you can really, it did just, just talking to people, you can meet, like, really awesome people. And just, like, sometimes, I mean, there's the elevator thing where you, if just talking to someone in an elevator, you could be talking to a business owner. And if you pitch to their biz, your business, you, they could be a millionaire. <laughs> they could be a an investor. That's a new word. <laughs> So next week, we'll be back with two new business owners that will hopefully inspire, educate, and give you a powerful point of action to grow your idea or business. Also, remember to find us on our new profile, The Business Boot Up, on Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud. We want to send out another huge thank you to Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank and Lover's Leadership for believing in our youngest entrepreneurs. 
And remember, real leaders don't blend in. They stand out. Dream big. And do your dreams. Bye. See ya. Bye.